Kingdom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. Wavy, guys, has a comeback this week. Super, super excited for that. Icon, who also competed on Kingdom against Atiz and Stray Kids, released a single. We're doing a special segment to celebrate BTS's Road to the Grammy. The Grammys are this weekend. Emily has a news for you. As always, we have songs of the week and the quiz. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well. It's Grammy week. It's the biggest week in music. I feel really excited. I cannot wait for Sunday. Oh God, I'm, I'm so bursting excited. at the seams to talk about BTS and their Road to the Grammys. It's just such a big deal. Huge. It's really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very excited to talk about that. And then Wavy, our boy is Wavy, who you all know we love. We talk about Wavy quite a bit from the NCT universe. This new release, a lot to dive into. Yeah, it's going to be a great week. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Welcome to our new listeners. If this is your first time listening to the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast, welcome. We're happy to have you. Shout out to our loyal queendom. Thank you for coming back this week. We love you. If you're not following us, give us a follow. NYC K-Pop Queens on Twitter, Instagram. Shoot us those friend requests, slide into our DMs. We're here to build a community. We want to be friends. We want your opinions. Make sure to vote in our polls and all that fun stuff. (laughs) Speaking of polls, we've got some poll results from last week. Do you want to dive into these, Charity? Very interesting. Okay, so last week we talked about a tease. Atiz's Fever Part 2 mini album came out. Charity and I reviewed it. We kind of really got into all the details with that album. And we both picked a different song that we thought should have been the single. And that was Take Me Home. As you all know, they released Fireworks, I'm the One. Cool song, great music video. But there was just something about Take Me Home that felt like this is the lead song of this album. Charity Mm -hmm. and I were on the same page, but... We weren't sure what Queendom thought. Okay, Charity, very close vote. But Queendom this week agreed with us. 54% said Take Me Home is their favorite song of the two. So we weren't off base. Yeah, like that's the song. And to stick with a tease, we also talked about Fever Part 1, Fever Part 2, and this was a landslide vote, Charity. We asked, which a tease Fever release is your favorite? 82% chose part one nice yeah i'm not surprised by that yeah part two was good but part one was great i think they're both good albums but part one was just for me that was such a game changer and made me look Mm -hmm. at a tease differently and really different deal then we kind of switched gears and we asked about wanho we were talking about his album last week his mini album and his marketing and these thirst trap pictures that he's been posting all over (laughs) instagram (laughs) We asked, how do you feel about Wanho's thirst trap pictures? So the two choices were I've had enough or give me more. And unsurprisingly, the Queendom voted 70% give me more. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason our community is the way it is. We all have the same thoughts. Yeah. Keep thirst traps coming, Wanho. We're not mad at you. Yeah. (laughs) We're not bad at you. <laughs> so we're still you thirsty. So we're we're never not going to be thirsty. Parched. So. I am parched. Quenched. Yeah. Oof, parched. I feel like I've been in the desert. 
so thirsty. <laughs> Please post these thirst trap videos. So thank you all so much for voting. Again, that's on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. We have polls that organically come up through our conversation every week, and we're always really interested to know your opinions. So make sure to vote next week. Speaking of the queendom, let's give some shout outs. We see where you're all listening from. We love, love, love this community. Special shout outs this week to San Antonio, Texas. Ho, Ohio. That's kind of a tongue twister. Chicago, Chi-Town. What's up? What's up? Istanbul, Turkey, Berlin, Germany, Cairo, Egypt. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. We're really happy to have you. We hope you continue to come back every week. I know we say it a lot, but we're really grateful and humbled to have listeners from all over the world tuning in to listen to our reviews and our thoughts on K-pop. So we're building this community. We just want friends that love K-pop like we do. So please give us a follow, slide into our DMs, give us your opinions. If we get it wrong, if you're like, no, that song's the best song ever. And we said we hated it. Let us know. We won't be mad. We want to know what you think. So thank you, Queendom, for listening, for voting. Enough of me babbling. Let's get into our boys' wavy charity. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Wavy. Okay, so the boys of Wavy had a comeback today. We record the show on Wednesday evenings. So it's called Kickback. It's a mini album, an EP. The single is called Kickback. They released a music video for it. Charity and I don't discuss anything before we go live on air, so I'm dying to know what you thought. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I feel like there's a lot in my head about this music video. Give me your thoughts, Charity. I loved it. I love the video. I love the album. It was very NCT. The video especially gave me reminiscent things of like Make-A-Wish. Yes. Yes. Punch. Yep. I don't know if they're trying to tie into the universe of the other groups or what the deal is, but that's kind of how it seemed to me. And then they kind of had references. So the last single was Turn Back Time. And they definitely referenced time in the video. And obviously kickback, you could take it as like relaxing or going backwards, which they do in the video. They go in reverse a lot and they reference TikTok like a clock. Yes. So they're going back somewhere. No, I noticed that too. I agree with you. There's definitely a storyline here happening. Yeah. And I thought about Make-A-Wish too. I think the video, it looks like it was shot on the same set as every NCT Mm -hmm. video. It's very much like, if you didn't know, you know this is part of NCT and NCT universe when you watch Kickback. I love the hard beat. It goes so hard. I think that opening choreography is awesome the way 10 just vibes for those two seconds is so Mm -hmm. cool i thought hendry stood out hendry has a unique voice when he wants to and sometimes he really they'll do something cool with him in wavy songs and this was no exception i was like oh that was great it's more of a hip-hop song it's really a hard hip-hop song compared to some other stuff but I think the strings in it kind of, it's a hip hop song, but I feel like it kind of softens it a little bit. So it's not like as intense as like a punch 
kind of song? <gasps> yeah, it has a lot going on. I feel like yeah. this song has a lot going on. It's one of those K-pop songs that has about like 50 different genres in three and a half minutes. There's a lot of transitions. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, right? There's a lot that happens yeah. here. I think some of it works. Some of it for me didn't work as well. I loved the pre-chorus. I thought that Ten and Kuhn and Xiao Jun mm. killed yeah. it. Like they really killed it. I loved that. I thought the costumes were, the outfits are really wild, Obsessed. but I like them. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing to me is a little just like chaotic. That's what I would say about the song in the video, chaos. They give us with the outfits, like sophisticated pearls and then just total wild boy looks. Like they, it just runs the gamut of everything. Yeah. I don't love it. This isn't my favorite thing they've ever done. Bad Alive to me was such a game changer for Wavy. I loved the song in the video. I thought it was so cool and it fit them. This made me think they were trying to do some of what antis call noise music, the whole genre of like a stray kids chaos, mm-hmm. chaos, chaos. For me personally, I don't know if it worked as well as something a little more grounded and sexy like Bad Alive. No, I can see that. Yeah. The last album was very wavy because I feel like they yeah. have their own kind of style within the NCT universe. This mm-hmm. seemed like it could have been on the NCT album we just had. Yes. Resonance album. No shade, but I wrote yeah. my first impression was this was a song NCT threw away and they made Wavy do it. Like this yeah. sounds to me like it was written for NCT. Yeah. And SM gave it to Wavy and they, that's what they did. I completely agree with you. And again, this it's not bad. I didn't watch and go, oh, do no, I hate this? I like it's it. not yeah. bad. But like, it's definitely, yeah, it doesn't have the distinct wavy vibe that we've become yeah. used to and that I personally love. You're right. It's very NCT. And it seems like an NCT like B-side or not like a lead single mm-hmm. NCT. So it feels kind of like, come on, SM. <laughs> I loved it. I really did. But it, to me, that's because I just love NCT. But if we're comparing it to Wavy itself, to me, yeah. it did not sound like it was a Wavy song. No. I don't know if they're trying to tie into what they just did, if they did this on purpose, or if they are even aware that this should be NCT, because that's what it sounds like to the rest of us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the thoughts were for this. I just think when you did something as powerful, Awaken the World was really, in my opinion, an underrated K-pop album. That whole album was fantastic. And like you've been saying, it gave us who they are. This is wavy. This is what they sound like. For me, they did Turn Back Time and then they did Bad Alive. And Bad Alive was just so, so, so good. It's hard to do the follow-up. I get it. But yeah, this didn't feel like what I love with Wavy. It just felt like they were trying something different and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't think it's their strongest. I think they killed it. They did everything they could. I mean, they did a great job. The song itself isn't my vibe with Wavy. I definitely preferred a couple other songs more so on the album, but I still did love the video a lot just because I love looking at them. You know who jumped out at me in the video a lot, who I was not expecting to? Xiao Jun. Oh, Xiao Jun. I mean, he's the visual. Like, I honestly yeah. think in that group, Xiao Jun was my first bias. Like, I he know. is so, so handsome. He's so handsome. He's got that jawline and then, like, cuts glass. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's so, so beautiful. And just vocally, he he's wonderful. He not stand out me as much, but this time he did. 
Well, I think he's also gained a lot of confidence since the NCT mm-hmm. Universe album. You know, he was yeah. on the lead single. He did make a wish. He killed it. He was center. Yeah. So I think you can see he's gained more and more confidence. He's been working out a lot. Like, shout out to Shaojun. He's amazing. I can definitely see that. And I don't disagree with you. Yeah, certain people stood out to me and other people kind of fell to the back that normally don't would stand out to me. I still love you both. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> oh, Charity. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I still, obviously, one wins my bias. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Like, I just love him for some reason. Lucas, I adore. Lucas, I love his sound. Like, you instantly know his voice. Instantly. Lucas is just such a vibe. He's such a cool, confident, like, performer. He just, he commits to performing so much. When you watch their live performances, my eye goes to Lucas all the time because he's just committing so hard. It's tough to describe what I mean by that, but... No, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, I just really appreciate Lucas, and he just has a good vibe. Like, he just has good energy. But yes, my bias and record didn't change, but I can definitely see how certain people are standing out more than others Mm -hmm. and how, you know, what worked and what didn't. Let's talk about the album. You mentioned you liked some other songs. Which songs are those and why? I really, really, really loved Horizon. I don't think you would be surprised when you listen that I would love that song. <laughs> no, that does not shock me at all. Within two seconds, I was like, oh, Charity's going to love this one. It's like a yeah. very traditional ballad. Um, yeah, it's like, a. Yeah. I love the piano intro. I love that you hear the piano and strings throughout the whole song. And to me, it again gives me that Brian McKnight vibe of a ballad, which I yeah. absolutely loved. Um, I, I thought it was that. beautiful. Their vocals are beautiful on it. That's a subunit. That's just like a subunit song, right? So that's just, it's Tenkun and Chao Oh, no wonder I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a subunit song. Tenkun and Chao kill that. They sound beautiful together. So they took strong vocalists. A such strong vocalist. I was so like hypnotized by it. I didn't even pay attention that no one else was on the camera. <laughs> I really didn't. Uh, hey, that happens. <laughs> uh, um, I really also loved All for Love, which was a, a smooth R&B song. I really love, and basically I'm like talking about the whole freaking album right now, but <laughs> um, I really also loved Good Time because I feel like it sounds like such a good time, even when you're listening to it. Like, I know that sounds so cheesy, but I was just like grooving along listening today. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good time has like a really nice vibe. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Like, chill, happy, fun. Yeah. I basically only didn't talk about action figure. I talked about everything else. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on it. Only takes structure, and and you know just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm y'all trying. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying. Get them on there. Yeah. Look, look, look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta lie. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit. Sir. Yes, Charity's favorite songs are everything. 
<laughs> I, I liked action figure, but it just wasn't my favorite as much as the other ones. Yeah. I thought it was a really good mini album. I mean, I'm sitting here talking about all my favorite songs and it's like basically the entire album. I liked All for Love. To me, that was the standout yeah. track on this. I think Shaojun eats that. He's so good on that song. And to me, it was just my favorite song on the album. This wasn't yeah. my favorite mini album. I think it sounds like you liked it more than I did. No shade. I don't hate it. I think it's one of those things too, though, that's very difficult. This happens to us with BTS sometimes where your expectations get so high. So when something comes out, you're like, I don't know if I like it. And then six months from now, I'll be playing this album every day. I love <laughs> yeah. it. I think that that could be what's happening with me here that I'm a little bit like, I don't know. But for whatever reason, I wasn't crazy about it upon first listen. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. But my favorite was definitely All for Love. Yeah, I listened to the album a bunch today because I was just like in it. I just loved it so much. And I normally don't. If it comes out the day of, I don't usually get a chance to listen so much. But I was like, ooh, ooh. I added like (laughs) basically four songs to my playlist. The only one I didn't add was Action Figure. Yeah. I was just into them today, I guess. Yeah, today was wavy day for you. And for me, I was like, I'm not feeling this. This is not my vibe. (laughs) Even the lettering, like I don't like the visual lettering of kickback that they did in the music video. It's like, ugh, the colors, just the whole thing for me. I was like, nah, this isn't, no, no. Let's go back to Bad Alive. But, you know, artists try new things and you see what works and what doesn't. I think this was a, departure for wavy they're doing something different really with the whole album this felt very different so yeah to me the album felt nct i was just they're much more into nct and out of wavy so they're clearly working with different producers the nct Mm -hmm. producers and songwriters because even horizon reminded me of from home from home it sounds like again no shade but i feel like they're giving wavy the throwaways that they didn't use on it, the NCT album. It sounds like the songs that didn't make resonance. Yeah. No, I agree. They gave to Wavy, had Wavy record them and put them out. So I just think Wavy deserves better because we know what they can do. You know, sometimes things work and they don't. What did you think of Waysvision? The reality show Waysvision, a couple episodes this week, they had to move from outside. You know, they were doing like a Winter Olympics theme. And there was a horrific snowstorm. So they just went into a restaurant and uh, filmed the rest of it there. What are your thoughts? It was boring. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not a fan of those kinds of reality shows. I don't get into them. Like when BTS does run and they're just sitting there talking the whole time and playing games, I can't. Like quizzes and stuff. It's not as exciting. It's not exciting. It doesn't make me laugh. Although I did laugh a couple times just because 10 is so competitive. Oh, my God. So 10 is too competitive. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I said that last week. Like I've been saying (laughs) that. Like I think he's too competitive. And he's a sore loser. That's it. That's it. Ah. Like, it's your group and it's for fun. And the way he acts, I think, is not a good look. Like, no. being super competitive, some people say it's it's great. Other people say it's negative, whatever. I always think it's kind of an ugly look when I'm, like, with my friends and somebody is picking a fight over, like, Monopoly on a game night. Right. To me, I'm always like, it's not that extreme. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You're just playing games. Ten comes off as that guy in these. I'm like very surprised yeah. to see his personality is so much. It's like <laughs> yeah. super competitive. 
sore loser type. It's like, come on, that's not a good look. It's not a big right? deal. Yeah. Like, so you couldn't pronounce the words correctly. Right? Okay, who cares? Not a big deal. Just, no. Uh, but Kuhn always comes off so endearing and so sweet. And just, I agree. he doesn't care. Like, he's just there to be yeah, supportive. Who cares? Who cares? Well, I think most of them do. Like, that's when I really yeah. started liking Win Win. This, another reason I like Lucas, we've seen Lucas a lot with the Super M shows. Like, they're just nice. They have yeah. fun. They smile. What I think is very interesting is Ten doesn't act this way around Super M. I was just going to say that he does not. You can tell he gets competitive. Like, when him and Bacon were doing the thing where they were like holding the water glass on their hands or whatever, yeah. he gets competitive, but not nearly like this. He's much more proper and he wouldn't act that way around super m it's like well, a different as some people would say i don't know if it's a southern saying but people tend to show their behinds when they're with their family there's, Sorry. A, there's a saying charity right i've never heard this you never heard that no i mean <laughs> they'll act up okay yeah charity's, <laughs> they'll act up. charity's from the south i'm learning something new people show their behinds when they're with their family and they okay. tend to be on their best behavior when they're not when they're with their family especially no, like that. their parents yeah i get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not a term everyone knows but yes no. they show their behinds yeah <laughs> so he's showing his behind with his family <laughs> okay there you have it ladies and gentlemen <laughs> no, I get what you're saying though. And I think that's true. He's more comfortable with Wavy. They are yeah. a family. They live together. Those guys are very close. So yeah. Whereas with Super M, it's a newer group. He's not like the king in that group. You know, he's a younger no. one. You've got Taman and Bacon and Kai and these older, amazing guys from the SM label. So he's, yeah, he's not going to do that in front of them. I think that makes total sense. This week just didn't bring us a lot of action. It was just kind of like, yeah, all right. It's fine. I mean, it's not horrible, but I agree with you. I like it when they're doing something more active or just even if they're just like sitting around having a meal and talking. I like that. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of like the sitting down, taking quizzes and stuff. It always comes off a no, little boring. No. We talked about like an SKZ code where they did that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's a little boring. Yeah. Of course, our quizzes are very exciting. Oh. So yeah. let's just put that like, out there. <laughs> Just, just, you know, we don't have that on this show. We do a quiz every week that, you know, it's a game changer. It's the highlight of everyone's week to hear us do a BuzzFeed quiz on air. <laughs> we do have a really fun, amazing, earth shattering, game changing quiz about Wavy. But before we do that, we should play the newest song. Let's play Kickback by Wavy. <laughs> I just love it. But again, it's NCT, but I still love it. Uh, yeah. It's fine. I'm going to say it's fine. 
Well, I mean, it's not fun. Like, I feel like we just talked about this, how it's so great when you love everything and when you have a week with positive reviews, because yeah. we're really rooting for the artists. So I feel awful saying that, but I have to be honest, this just didn't do it for me as much as some of their previous work, but I still love Wavy. All good vibes. And with that, Charity, it's time to take a Wavy quiz. It's time for Yay. quiz time. Quiz, quiz time. time. <laughs> That was really good. We, quiz time remix. The remix right. just hit you. Oh my god, I live for that part. It's my favorite. <laughs> well, what I like is every week it's different. You don't know. Yeah. This week <laughs> we, we mixed it up. I came in early. Charity came in late, and we made it work. The remix version of Quiz Time. This song. We're remix. trying something different every week because it's such a complicated, you know, tune that for us we really yeah. want to make sure we nail it. And it'll probably take us. A good Forever. five years. We get that. <laughs> right. We could do the podcast. We're on episode 42. So we'll be at a year before you know it. I don't know. Oh I don't God. know if we'll ever really nail quiz time, but we're going to keep Oh trying. my God. I should do a compilation of us saying quiz time one time. <laughs> a compilation of all of them. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Uh, yes. That's going to be for the one year anniversary celebration of the NCK podcast. <laughs> It'll be 10 minutes of our like annoying voices. Quiz time. Uh, quiz time. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll do an abridged version. <laughs> I don't know, but I love that idea. Okay, guys, this week's quiz, it's on BuzzFeed. Please take it along with us. The link is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. We'll also post it on Twitter so you can tell us who you got. We love that. Please let us know what your results were. This week, it's plan a perfect day. To find out which wavy member you are. Now, Charity, who do you think you're going to get? I think who I'm close to. I think I might get. It's a hard question, right? I yeah. I like to ask questions that I don't have answers for with other people. Right when I ask that, I'm like, oh, crap. I don't know who I. Uh. Maybe Win-Win or maybe Coon. Okay. Yeah, definitely not Ten or Lucas. I don't see my personality being similar to theirs whatsoever. I'm definitely, I don't think I'm 10. I could see myself getting Lucas. Yeah, I could see you getting Lucas. Or like Xiaojun. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready, Charity? Ready. This is a perfect day, not just a normal day. This is your perfect day. So on your perfect day, what time are you waking up? 6 a.m., 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 p.m., 1 p.m. I'm not going to sleep at all or 2 p.m. A lot of choices here. <laughs> right? A lot of choices. Uh, I'm going to say 10 a.m. So am I. Okay. What are you going to do first? Take a shower, cook breakfast, check your cell phone, go for a run, walk your dog, go for a walk, read the newspaper, or respond to emails. Um, if I'm really being honest, the first thing I do is check my cell phone. Yeah, same. Because I do that in bed. Yes, yeah, I pick it up. Yeah, my cell phone is on my nightstand. I grab it and look at it. <laughs> yeah, the second I wake up, uh, such an addict. You don't know like, if something don't... happened overnight. Yeah, and it's always just alerts for stuff that's not important at all. But yeah, yeah. there's always something. <laughs> well, I better check. What if I got a really important text message? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy to know I'm not the only one, but I definitely do that uh. first. Okay, this is one where I'm going to have to describe. It's pictures of different outfits. So it's called "What Are You Wearing." The first choice is a black dress with a jean jacket. The second choice, it's jeans, a striped shirt, and like a fur vest. 
The next choice is a gray suit with a red tie. The next choice is a Calvin Klein sports bra and high-waisted light jean shorts. Next, it's jeans, a white t-shirt, and then kind of like a black and white patterned shirt over the t-shirt. The next choice is a soccer uniform, so that's a very specific one. Then we have a really brightly colored jacket, all different colors, kind of a hippie vibe with a big purple necklace. And then we have jeans, a sweater, and a dark green coat. I'm going to go with the black dress and the denim jacket. Oh, I can't decide. Yeah, that's we might get the same one. That's what I'm picking. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll change, though, because now we're going to find out what we're having for breakfast. That's true. All right. Pancakes, avocado toast, French toast, cake, waffles, just coffee. I'm not having breakfast. I'll go with lunch directly or cereal. Just coffee. That's what I have in the morning. I'm kind of in between coffee and like I'm not having breakfast. I go with lunch directly. So I have coffee all morning and then I have lunch. I think I'm going to go with waffles. I do eat those a lot with like peanut butter or Nutella on top. Okay, let's keep on this train. Now it's time for lunch. What are you eating? Spaghetti, a salad, a sandwich, chicken nuggets, pizza, steak, tacos, or a burger? I think I'm going to go for some tacos. I'm going to do a salad. What are you doing next? Taking a nap? Reading a book? Hanging out with friends? Going outside to take a walk? Singing? Playing with your pet? Dancing? Or playing video games? In reality, it's always playing with my pet, but I'm going to say hanging out with friends would be fun. Yeah. I will say play with my pet because I usually yeah. do that all day long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm getting confused if this is like our perfect day or we do it all day long. I normally, yeah, um, right? <laughs> I'm with Freddie, my dog, all day long. So that's the easy answer. And I miss hanging out with friends. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I pick that. I've never hang out with friends in the afternoon, but I miss it hopefully soon. Okay, moving on. Time for a snack. What are you eating? Chips? Popcorn? Ice cream, Oreos, cupcakes, fruit, nothing, thanks, or a granola bar? This is my perfect day, which would be different than a normal day. I would have a cupcake on my perfect day. I'm having chips. Okay. What are you spending money on? Makeup, an instrument, concert tickets, a tattoo, piercing, AirPods, books, or vinyl records? A lot of good choices there, Charity. Yeah. But I think I'm going to go with concert tickets. Same. That's what I usually spend a lot of money on. <laughs> We've spent lots of money on concert tickets. I can't tell lots you how much. Lots and lots over the years. <laughs> I feel like the past year I've saved so much money just with that. Oh my God, right? I know. Yeah, we spend a lot. <laughs> and then sometimes we even, it. let's go to another city for the concert. <laughs> let's make a trip. This will be fun. Yeah. Concerts are a thing oh, for so sure. <laughs> I know. And hopefully they'll be back soon and we'll be spending tons of money going to concerts again. Right. I, think, <laughs> I think Charity and I are keeping the concert industry going. <laughs> yeah, they're like, those two buy tickets. Okay. All right, moving on. It's time for dinner. What are you eating? Pasta carbonara, sushi, a burger, mac and cheese, chicken, paella, soup, 
or tacos? Sushi. I'm going with mac and cheese. Okay. How are you finishing your day? Partying, watching Netflix, spending time with your partner, listening to music, checking out social media, hanging out with friends, going to bed, or listening to podcasts? Partying. <laughs> I'm going to say hanging out with friends, which is probably the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yours is more low key. I'm going hard. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think you can tell I'm like getting so sick of COVID and so ready to like, know, right? get back to normal life and see friends and all that fun stuff. Okay. Charity, who did you get? Ooh, I got Yang Yang. I did not see that one coming. I said, oh, even Yang. though you like to joke around, be sarcastic and act savage, you're such a happy virus like Yang Yang. That's funny. A happy oh, that's virus. That's really funny. Uh, you're the kind of person that everyone should have in their life. Aww. I'm a happy virus, apparently. <laughs> Little happy virus over there. That was a nice one. <laughs> Who did you get? Lucas. I love it. Yeah, it makes sense. But <laughs> the first sentence, you love yourself just like Lucas. <laughs> underneath all of those gorgeous looks you're actually a very sensitive thoughtful and charismatic individual well i agree buzzfeed finally they got me right (laughs) obviously beautiful and perfect Uh yep Yep. (laughs) this quiz knows me (laughs) okay that was fun let us know who you got so we have yang yang and lucas plan your perfect day find out which wavy member you are Link is in the bio. We'll post it on our Twitter, NYC K-Pop Queens. Thank you so much for playing along with us like you do every week. Quizzes are always a lot of fun. Okay, let's transition to a different group. We've never talked about them on the podcast. So this song actually came out last week, and we decided to do it this week because we wanted to talk about it. Icon, Charity mentioned they're performing on Kingdom with some of our faves, the T's, the boys, Stray Kids, SF9, and BTOB. So they released a single called Why, Why, Why and an accompanying music video. What are your thoughts? First off, I like that it was a ballad and it even started off like a ballad, but then it goes immediately into like a dance beat. Mm -hmm. And then I also like the juxtaposition of the lyrics are about a breakup, but the song is more upbeat. I thought that was kind of cool. And I liked that they were dancing and I don't know, the video was really bright and colorful. I had to be honest, like I liked it, but I wasn't like, oh my God, I love Icon. Like they're fine. I like them. See, here we go. We're, we're having a typical, <laughs> we're back to normal. Charity and I agreed on everything the past couple of weeks. It was very bizarre. Right? I feel like we were in bizarre world because here we are this week. She loved Wavy. I did not like it. She does not like Icon. I loved this. And I thought the song isn't upbeat. I think it's a really nice mid-tempo sad song. I love it. I think the chorus, I love the chorus. And then you can feel the emotion in their performances. You can feel it in their voices. I thought the music video was really beautiful. Cool choreography. And the ending of the song is so different and interesting. Like it's really different. It doesn't follow the traditional song structure formula the way they ended it. I thought they were doing a bridge and then the song just ended. And I was like, ooh, that was actually really cool. Yeah, I love it. I love Bobby's part. I'm a big fan of Bobby. I think he's really cool. Yeah, he definitely stood out to me the most. Bobby's so cool. And I really like Song. I think he has a really nice tone to his voice. And then Dong Hyuk has an amazing voice. I mean, he's just really beautiful voice. So I like Icon. I wasn't crazy about their first Kingdom performance. I thought that some of the 
choreography wasn't as sharp as it needed to be compared to some of the other groups. But with this music video, and now I have like a bigger picture of kind of where they are in their careers at the moment. I see who they are. I like what they're doing. I thought this was a really, really nice song and a nice kind of change of pace for K-pop. It was definitely different. It's not like anything that's out right now. It doesn't sound like uh, something that you just hear all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It has a really different sound, which I love. Yeah. I actually really, really, really dig this. Let's play a clip of it. Okay. This is YYY by Icon. just not like putting it on repeat that's for sure and I love it I love it I I think the music's really pretty and I love the lyrics and I thought the chorus was just perfect beautiful it's a great pop song I'm I'm into Icon so that's YYY by Icon we'll get to see more of Icon and upcoming Kingdom performances I'm excited about Kingdom but I'm also a little uh, what would the word be? I mean, not thrilled right now because of everything going on with Stray Kids. That's This isn't about them. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. But we'll see more of Icon. And this makes me excited to see more of them. I get who they are now a lot more than I did previously. Let's move on. We talked about it. It's Grammys week. The biggest week in music is here. Unfortunately, it's going to be kind of like a virtual type of performance. I'm guessing or broadcast. I'm guessing yeah. it's going to be like the Golden Globes which weren't fun some to watch. Some in person, some from home, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. BTS, obviously, they're in Korea, so all of their stuff will be sent over. They already did their performance, sent it in. I can't wait to see what they do. They've wanted a solo stage at the Grammys for like eight years now. Their first time to have a solo stage, and it's virtual. I know. Like, oh. They would have killed it in front of everyone. And that's the thing is like that energy was out of doubt. They would have had a standing ovation. I do not doubt that for a second. For sure. It would be a career highlight type of thing. Just unbelievable. And they deserve it. They deserve it. And they've worked for this for so long. I'm really happy that they got the nomination and they got a solo stage, but the timing couldn't be worse. Did not get to see them walk the red carpet and see them in the audience and see them perform. It's a little bit of a letdown, but at least they're going to be there. I have no doubt that they're going to give the best performance of the night. It's going to be phenomenal. So it'll still be wonderful. And people that are watching will see that. Grammys haven't had great numbers the past couple of years. They're hurting in ratings. So ARMY will tune in for BTS. Yeah, like the first time they went, everyone continued to watch just so we could see glimpses of them in the audience and how they reacted to the song and like... When Jungkook was getting all emotional about the Dolly Parton performance and everyone was like, how does he even know the words? (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, that was the best. <laughs> I did so many audience shots of them in that first Grammy is so 2019. Many. Oh my god. They didn't do any last year. So okay. Yeah. That was weird. Let's talk about how they kind of got here though. I think their award show story leading up oh, to this yeah. in the United States is interesting. So BTS debuted in 2013. They were huge around the world, but didn't really hit America hard as far as public perception, award show type stuff till 2017. Mm-hmm. 2017 is the first award show here that they attended, Billboard Music Awards, and they won social artist, right? Top social artist. Yeah. And they wore like yeah. St. Laurent on the carpet. They look so handsome. I think it's funny to look back at those pictures now because they look so young. Yeah. It's been four years. It hasn't been like forever, but they just look so different. They're kind of wide-eyed young kids from Korea on this red carpet. It's like such a different look. They just look young and fresh and ready to go. They always do these, they're behind the scenes footage of when they're getting ready for these big kind of awards. And I rewatched that. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times, but I rewatched it a couple of days ago in preparation for this. And it just made me so nostalgic for how everything was so new to them. Like they were so in awe and so excited and just this energy about them. And now there's veterans, like they've been around all these award shows. It's nothing's new to them. They're so polished, but it just to see that excitement and the nervousness, you could see it even with Namjoon. Oh yeah. I miss those days. I miss them so much. I love watching those bang tang bombs where they're getting ready for the award shows and they're practicing what they're going to say in English. Even last year when they were getting ready for the Grammys, they were nervous and they were doing that. And Tay was upset that he faked his line. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. They're so likable. They're so relatable. But I remember watching the Billboard Music Awards 2017 when they won, and I just kind of didn't think anything of it. You know, they weren't on my radar really yet. So I was like, huh, interesting. This K-pop group just won. They must have tons of fans. You know, I wasn't like totally thinking about it. And then they performed the American Music Awards that year. And that's when we've talked about on the podcast. That's when I completely fell in love with them when they did DNA. And that was my first exposure to them and a lot of Americans. That was the first, their first yeah. live performance in America. So it was really yeah, groundbreaking. I remember you sent that to me. Oh, it was groundbreaking. Of, like you texted it to me. I would never forget that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, have you heard of this group? They're amazing. It was so crazy. And the Billboard Music Awards have been really great to BTS. You know, I love that they have the Top Social Artist Award because that's really awarding the fans and like saying who has the most active fans in large numbers it's bts it's army hands down they're so engaging with them exactly their plans have worked all of this content we get it's just like how could you not love them and feel connected to them there isn't that wall that most western celebrities have Mm -hmm. between fans and the artists after all these award shows they don't go to any parties they don't go to the after party. They go to their hotel, sip champagne, and go on V Live for Army, which is like so endearing. <laughs> I know. We all oh. watch it. I can't wait to watch it. I think it's really fun to see them meet celebrities and geek out about it. They're so excited. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so then they did the 2017 AMAs, DNA. And then in 2018, this was when they performed Fake Love the first time, wasn't it, at the Billboard Music Awards? Yeah, that was the first time they performed that. And I remember being a little bit disappointed because the broadcast, the lighting was bad. So you couldn't see as much as you should have been able to. When you watch it live, like their camera crew looks fine. But the way 
I think it was ABC did it. I was like, ugh. But I loved the harnesses and the outfits for Fake Love. Do oh my God, that it? was the best. Ugh. It looked amazing. Like it was holy crap. And then we have Boy With Love. Boy With Love was probably their first like crossover hit. I think if that song was shorter and more English, it would have been what Dynamite's doing right now. They got close with Boy With Love, but didn't quite get there. But they performed that in the 2019 Billboard Music Awards. And that was the performance they did live with Halsey. Mm-hmm. See them kind of interacting with an American pop star, which was really cool and fun to watch. They wore McQueen on the red carpet and looked ridiculously handsome. <laughs> so, so handsome. Let's talk about the first time they walked the red carpet for the Grammys, though, in 2019. Oh, my God. Lost my mind. And I thought it was really cool that they wore a Korean designer, very classic tuxedos. They went against what everyone thought they were going to do. It was such a big Mm -hmm. deal. They're so fashion forward. I thought they did something really classy and smart. They looked amazing. Oh, my God. I always just think about Tay with that mint hair. Oh, yes. And Namjoon with the glasses. Professor Namjoon. They looked great. And that was the one where they kept showing them on screen when other people were performing. Mm -hmm. And I remember somebody tweeted, nobody's having more fun than BTS at the Grammys. (laughs) Yeah. That's how they always are. They seem to genuinely enjoy being there. They live in the moment so much. Mm -hmm. It's refreshing to watch them. And I just, oh, I loved that. And that's when they presented. They didn't get to perform. They weren't nominated, but they presented. And that's when Nam June said, we'll be back. I know. I loved it. That was really smart. He was like, you put things out in the universe, they come true. And I remember them talking about it in the behind the scenes. It's like, I don't know. I just said it. Spur of the moment. And guess what? They were back. Yoongi's been putting that out forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They want to perform at the Grammys. They want to go to the Grammys. They want a nomination. Mm-hmm. They want a solo stage. In 2020, they got closer. So 2020, the red carpet was like those turtlenecks, like tight Mm -hmm. turtlenecks, like longer jackets, different suit jackets. They looked super handsome. They got to perform. They performed Old Town Road with Lil Nas X. It was kind of like a superstar medley, like Billy Ray Cyrus, Diplo, that little kid, the yodels. I think for them, that was disappointing. When you watch the Bangtang bomb, the behind the scenes, you can tell, like, they all said, we want a solo stage. We're going to do our best with these 40 seconds, but we want to be up there. And the Grammys just keeps dragging it out. It's really annoying. I feel like they do it on purpose. Old Town Road was a huge song. Like, I get yeah. it. But, but, yeah. but at the same point, BTS is the biggest group on the planet. Right? And you're making them do a feature with Billy Ray Cyrus and with <sighs> Diplo and, like, yeah. And that's no disrespect to Lil Nas X, but at the same point, Lil Nas X came out with a massive hit. It was his first song ever. And you're making BTS do his song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought that was mad disrespectful. And like, no. no. <laughs> I'm mad when I think about it. And they killed it. They looked so cool. I just remember they oh looked. My God. Oh, they looked so good. Nam June in that so denim good. jacket and sunglasses. Oh, pitter patter so my heart. Good. Rock stars, and yeah. that was one where Tay had on that like headband, and they looked amazing. Mm-hmm. They gave a great performance, like true professionals. They took every moment of that performance, always. Yeah, I feel like you and I called it when Dynamite came out. This is the song they're doing to get a Grammy. This yeah. is the song that's what they wanted. Yeah, big in America, and it's 
become so massive and they got the nomination. So a lot of the entertainment industry is you have to play the game. And it's frustrating. And sometimes it doesn't feel fair. But BTS has played the game. They've done everything the Grammys has asked them to do. So yeah. I'm so happy they got nominated. I'm nervous that I don't I don't want to say I don't think they're gonna win, but I'll be shocked if they win. I'll be really, really upset if they lose. I'm not even kidding you. They're going to. They're going to give it to Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, or they're going to give it to Taylor Swift. It's going to go to one of those two. Stupid. I can't. I just, that will make me so angry. I will talk about it next week if it happens because I'm already getting mad and it hasn't even happened yet. (laughs) Like I'm getting so worked up already. (laughs) They're not going to give it to BTS. It's such bullshit. I'm just saying. Like if they lose, pardon me for cursing, but that's the only correct word. It would be complete bullshit. And the Grammys are like that Rain on Me song, the Gaga Ariana Grande song. I think that was a big song. It did well. It's not dynamite. (laughs) It's not even close. No, none of them are. Like they're making history. They should win. Yeah. Yeah. This is the song to me that really crossed BTS over and made them an American household name. Everyone I know knows that song. Everyone. I haven't come across Everyone. somebody that doesn't know BTS now yeah. because of that Dynamite yeah. song. And the thing is, most people go, oh, I like that song. Oh, I kind of like this song. People like yeah. it. It's very catchy and it's just garnered so many fans and casual kind of locals who don't know anything about K-pop know that song and respect yeah. what BTS is doing. So I would be so thrilled if they win. I'm going in with my expectations low but I'm just excited for the performance. Like, what do you think they're going to perform? What are you expecting? I'm expecting Dynamite. I think yeah. that's what they'll perform. I hope they don't wear the 70s kind of look because I'm kind of over that, to be quite honest. Like, for the Grammys, I want a little more. I don't know what I want, but I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be honest. Because they perform this song to death at this point. We've seen it a lot. Yeah. And horrific some of the outfits are fine yeah. but some of them have not been as great i agree with you on that i'm with you give me something that maybe doesn't go with dynamite like give me a surprise like how they surprise us with the suits give me a surprise please don't come in and polyester 70s outfits please <laughs> god don't do that <laughs> i i think they could i think the chances of them do that are pretty high I know, um, it's pretty i'm guessing pretty likely for sure they're gonna do dynamite they have to do yeah. dynamite that's their english song it's the song they're nominated for yeah, I want them to do that. That's that's what got them there. Yeah, outfit wise, it's going to be seventies. It'll be something that goes with the theme. I don't know. I'd be surprised if they just do dynamite, right? I think they're going to mix in a couple other songs, or they're going to do like an extended dance break. They're mm-hmm. going to do something to spice it up and to take it to the next level for the Grammys. I would be shocked if they didn't, and I'm calling it right now. I want them to do dynamite and then to go into a Korean song. Just yeah, to expose everyone yeah. to yeah. who they this are. This is who we are. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? I was showing someone talking about BTS and showing videos like I do. If you're in my life, I <laughs> And Lee's you, a drug pusher. I am. Oh, I am. Oh my God, I am. <laughs> she got I me do, addicted. Like, and I'm I do down the rabbit hole. <laughs> with everyone. We'll be having a casual conversation and I just, uh-huh, really? And I'm turning YouTube on. Oh, just watch this video real quick. <laughs> I, I like force it on everyone. Sorry, not sorry. You all need to see this. I'm passionate about it. I want you to understand why I'm passionate about it. So anyways, I was doing my normal drug pusher behavior. (laughs) And I showed 
BTS, Boy With Love, the Saturday Night Live performance. It was so endearing. And then I showed them the other performance they did, which was Mic Drop. Mic Drop. I showed that to people too. And somebody said, wow, this was really smart to show they can do this type of stuff too. And I was like, Mm -hmm. exactly. Like this light pop kind of pink sounding song. And then the next one is a hard hip hop song. What they bring to the table, it's not just dynamite and i agree with you how cool would it be if they do something else and show a korean song and show some variety would be great maybe they'll go into on because that's pretty up-tempo and strong i would love that i think on and the performance of that the choreography it's really that's a big time kind of show-stopping song Mm -hmm. i agree with you i think on would be great yeah dynamite into on would be a good one a good segue yeah, I completely agree. I saw a lot of fans, they want like Black Swan. And while I understand Black Swan's so good, and that definitely would show a different side, I'm not sure for the Grammys if that's what you want to come No. In. You got to have high performance. Like, uh, like it needs to be something level. intense. Intense. Yeah. That's it. But that's it. Yeah. Like, it's a slow song. And we've seen amazing Grammy performances of slow songs before. They're always the songs that the audience is crying watching. Yeah. So if you're going to do something that's not, upbeat and it has to be a really depressing song bts doesn't really have that you know that's not really their bag yeah do on and i want to see them just show everybody again not only are we obviously amazing singers and dancers but like show off that dance show off the choreography Mm -hmm. really cool formations and great choreography would be exciting I'm so excited excited to watch it. (laughs) This is like, I'm so, so psyched. Uh, We only have a few more days. The Grammys air on Sunday. I can't wait. And we'll have a full wrap up for you next week. You know, we'll have opinions. I just can't imagine, like, honestly, if they win, I'll obviously cry. Like, I can't. Oh, yeah. Just thinking about it makes me teary. And not because, like, the Grammys are so important. We've talked about award shows before. A lot of it I personally take with a grain of salt because of the politics mm-hmm. behind the scenes. I want this for BTS because they want it so bad. Yeah, so bad. This is the goal. This is the dream. To see them accomplish that would be just phenomenal. So we will be watching live on Sunday night. Army, we're with you. We're nervous. <laughs> we're excited. Hopefully it'll be a historical night for BTS. We will see. So. I know. Okay, we don't have any SKZ code to talk about for the second week in a row. And that is because Hyunjin, who you've heard us talk about him on the podcast before, Hyunjin from Stray Kids, he's on an indefinite hiatus because of the bullying rumors that came out about him (sighs) a few weeks ago. And what's very, very frustrating is none of it was proven true. He came out and apologized anyway, you know, saying... If he did something in middle school when he was younger and he hurt people's feelings, he felt awful. He was so remorseful. He's going to think about things and change all this stuff. He wrote this very sincere apology. And then JYP comes out and writes this totally – sorry, guys. I need to rant on this because I'm so livid. He writes this thing that's like, Hanjin will be on hiatus while we work this out. And we're sorry we let down all of the fans. And we'll do a better job vetting trainees in the future. Excuse me, a better job vetting trainees? That's your center for your biggest moneymaker. Like, are you kidding me, JYP? Hunjin is a superstar. He's literally the reason a lot of people stand stray kids and draws them in. And you're going to throw shade at him when it's been proven that these allegations weren't even true? No. 
I can't imagine being on a label that doesn't support their artists to this level and throws yeah. them under the bus. Like, and the thing that's frustrating, a lot of people have been embroiled in these bullying scandals the past mm-hmm. month. It's been insane. And when you look at everyone else, their label is not making them go on a hiatus and putting out this jerky comments like that. Like Monster X, Kian, he was accused of stuff. It wasn't true. He apologized anyway. And he's going on with his life. Yeah, you move on with it. Nope, not JYP. They take who I'm going to go on a limb. You all know Bang Chan's my bias. But I think Hunjin's one of the most important members of that group. He's somebody you yeah. can't lose. And they do this before a comeback, before Kingdom, just totally sabotaging the group. And I really think it's a power play by JYP. Yeah. And what? Put him in his place. Yeah, exactly. I run things. I own you. Okay. Because why would you, basically it's like cutting off your nose to spite your face. This is your moneymaker right now. And you want to put them at a disadvantage because of something that was proven to be not true. And Hunjin apologized and he met with the quote unquote parties that allegedly accused him of these things. I just think that he is a very self-absorbed, vindictive, narcissist. petty yeah. narcissist. Yeah. Like JYP, yeah. we're not even going to be nice to you anymore. I have had it. Nope. I was Sorry. So I'm upset. done with it. Same. I was so upset when I realized this was like an infinite hiatus. Yeah. That's, that doesn't sound good. And the last time a member of a group that we really loved went on a hiatus, he left the group. I'm talking about Wanho with Monster X. So this is giving me like PTSD with all of that. And I'm also mm-hmm. very, very angry because Charity and I have championed Stray Kids. We think what they have is really special and they're kind of the next big thing in K-pop in a lot of ways. You're going to take out one of the members when they're reaching the peak of where they've been career-wise. It's just such destruction. I don't know why I'm surprised because the way JYP- what he did to God 7 Exactly. Yeah. The way he treated God 7 they would have been way bigger in America if they were on another label. And something I found out in my fury with all this stuff this week, Stray Kids aren't signed with a U.S. label. They're the only, like the only group that isn't signed with a U.S. label. So JYP is sabotaging them. Who knows for what reason? I have a theory. I just came to me. So JYP, as we know, was a former idol himself, and he still puts out stuff that no one's heard of, not even his people. <laughs> Like his groups. Shade. I think. I'm going for it. I'm done. I think that he can't stand for anyone to have more fame than him. Yeah. And I think that he cannot, even though it's to his own disservice to his wallet, I think his ego cannot handle a male group getting bigger than what he's ever achieved. Just going to say it. Put it out there. I don't care. Because it doesn't make sense. This is ridiculous. You're completely right. Because people would be like, what about twice? Twice are girls. They're girls. He's not jealous in competition with them. No. Jay Park nope. literally said that JYP competed with male idols on his label. And this proves it. He's basically proving exactly what Jay just said. For sure. He tried to destroy yeah. God Seven. Guess what? They're going to rise above it. They're all doing amazing. Now he's doing this to Stray Kids, which I take so personally because they're my favorite. Yeah. I'm like livid. It's just insane. And, you know, I get that there's some cultural differences. We don't want to be disrespectful. Bullying allegations are apparently a massive deal in Korea. And a lot of the Korean fans are saying, well, they're doing this to protect Hyunjin because they don't, don't want to buy that. negative press or his reputation to get hurt anymore. It'll all be okay. 
first of all, you guys are wrong. Like you're wrong. That's not what's happening here. This isn't to protect him. Because if it was, then all the labels would respond the same way. If this was a normal yep. thing that happened all the time, then the protocol would be the same. Exactly. All the other labels, they take it seriously. And some people we haven't seen a lot of because of allegations, those people aren't on kingdom, you know, comeback coming, all the stuff that straight kids are doing. So I'm so shocked by it. They just signed that deal with Clio Cosmetics and Clio Cosmetics came out and said they'll be promoting seven of the stray kids. Hyunjin's out for the time it's being. It's just messed up. I just... So like, and we can't even review or talk about stray kids. SKZ code, the reality show had just started and now they're not airing episodes because Hyunjin's in it. He didn't even do anything. Like even if he had of, he was a child. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not trying to be insensitive against any kind of culture norms, but I don't understand in any culture how you can hold a child accountable to that extent when other things just seem real, real suspicious. And for JYP, I think I think he showed himself with Got Seven. I think he showed himself. Yeah, he, he started to show it again with Two PM back in the day, and that's why Jay Park left. But it clearly wasn't to the same extent, and you know, maybe people could have said, oh, Jay Park's just angry, you know, whatever. But yeah, there, yeah, there was a lot in that. I mean, they said they learned their lesson, they handled things differently after Jay Park, blah, blah, blah. But now with what happened with God 7 his pettiness was not following certain members the entire time they were on his label. And then with this, I just feel like we have a situation of an right. egomaniac who can't handle his group's that he feels competitive Success. with doing yeah. better than him. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it. It's a conflict of interest to have him as the head of JYP. I mean, I know that's his name, but. Yeah. I would say if you're a trainee, I wouldn't sign with them. If yep. you're a male, yeah. I would never sign with them. I think it's really frustrating. No. And it's sad because in some ways I think he's been great with stray kids by letting them do their own thing and produce their own music. There's so much there that's wonderful. But I think he wasn't thinking that they would become this big. Yeah. That's why he did it. Yeah. No, you're right. He thought that they would fail producing their own music. Yeah. Like, just, okay, let's let them do their own thing. Let me just, like, see what happens. That's just my opinion. I don't know. But I don't think very highly of him anymore. I'm I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah. Especially with this. It's just the evidence for me is pointing to the fact that he's not a nice person. Agreed. I think that's safe to say that there's just stuff there. I would never treat my artists that way. I would never put no, kids who are never. already under so much pressure through stuff like this. No. So we want to send a lot of love, a lot of hugs to Hunjin. Yeah. Love him so much. And I know this is probably a really difficult time. I, to be falsely accused of anything is awful. To have people believe it and, you know, know. spread the lies further is awful. But to be exonerated and still treated like a villain that must be a horrible feeling. And I think that's sad that it seems to me in these cases, in their culture, it's like guilty until proven innocent. And guilty even if you are proven innocent. Yeah. You can't do that where you anyone can say anything and now people's lives and careers get ruined. Come on. Like that's not okay. And then I just feel like it's very dangerous yep. because people sometimes hurt themselves because of these kinds of things. Exactly. Like everyone wants to preach mental health so much when their favorites – a trigger warning for everyone listening, but we're going to mention it. When their favorites commit suicide, they're devastated. 
But yeah. yet all of these things come out and people all believe the allegations and can't believe he's a bully. And the stuff I see on Twitter, it just blows my mind. And I would implore everybody listening, when you see any of these allegations against actors or K-pop stars, just wait till the other side comes out before you voice your opinion. There's two sides to every story, you know? And the truth comes out in the middle a lot of times. Just wait. A lot of people jump on the bandwagon and start sending so much hate to the idols. And I can't imagine. And they read it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they read it. Like someone's reading those words. They're taking it to heart, even if it's not true. They're not supported and they have no one to help them feel like it's going to be okay. That's not a good place to be. Even when you do, words like hurt. I can't imagine being these guys and having people attacking them 24-7. It's a really difficult situation these idols are in. They sacrifice everything to do what they do, and it's still not Mm. enough sometimes. It's still your own fans accusing you of stuff would just be the most heartbreaking. So everyone, let's all use our heads and not jump on the bandwagon of hate or negativity because there's accusations against someone, just wait till it plays out. Because if you've seen anything in this K-pop world the past couple of years, nine times out of 10, the accusations are proven completely false. Mm-hmm. Just use your head with that. But sending him a lot of love, I think, again, the timing is horrible. God's Menu just hit 200 million viewers on YouTube. They're the first fourth generation group to do that. I mean, the stray kids are on like such an upward path that to have something like this happen is not only unfortunate, it's really, really, really sad. And it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> it's not. So sorry for the tangent, everyone. But something like this, it's just so upsetting. It's like a huge injustice that we're watching. Stray kids, when your contract expires, go over to AOMG. I'm sure Jay Park will take care of you. Uh, go to <laughs> They'd be in better hands at SM. Like, it's just a mess. But unfortunately, I think they've got a contract for a while. So they're stuck. They're in it. And that would be very hard for the other guys. Now they have to retweak. They filmed Kingdom this week. And they were up all night doing choreography because they had to redo all of it because Hanjin wasn't allowed to film. So that's hard. The stress and the work that it puts on the other members when they're going through something like this and again, I just think he is such a powerful visual and performer. That's not the guy you want to lose going into a competition like Kingdom. No. Very sad. We hope things get strained out soon. But I think even if Hanjin comes back tomorrow, like for me, this left a really bad taste in my mouth of the yeah. label. So I love Stray yeah. Kids. I'll support Stray Kids. But yeah, I was already on shaky ground after God yeah. 7, but now I'm just... The God 7 stuff showed us really who who this guy is, what this label is. And now it's all been proven to the next degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Not cool. Sorry if you don't agree with us. That's just how we feel. Well, I'm not sorry if you don't agree with us. Uh, (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Because like, this is unfair. It's not right. Like this is black and white. What they're doing to Hunjin isn't right. So it's not fair. Yeah. If you don't agree with that, well... Okay. <laughs> that shocks me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's all good. No shade <laughs> to anyone. But we had to talk about that because this week, as we were reading more about it, Charity and I were both getting pretty upset and fired up. Like, wait a minute. Indefinite hiatus. Ugh. So 
lots of love to Stray Kids and to Hunjin, and we hope things get back to normal and they're back together as soon as possible. So let's put that out into the universe. Let's BTS that, secret that. Yeah, yeah. Everything is good. Let's hope. Okay, so speaking of all this stuff, let's get to the news. Let's get to what's going on in K-pop news. Per usual, there's a lot going on every week. There's stuff happening. We reviewed this girl group recently, IZ1. We both kind of saw the writing on the wall, and it's sad to say we were correct. They're disbanding in April. So their contract is up, and it kind of seemed like everything around them with that last comeback we talked about was they weren't going to continue. There were rumors that a few of them had already said they're not going to continue with it. So it's official. The group is done when their contract is done next month. So that's sad. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all with what we saw. Wish them the best. I think a few of them are probably going to do solo stuff and go on to have good careers. Speaking of solo stuff, your girl from Blackpink, Rosé. So the teaser came out for her first solo song. It's called On the Ground. And that came out this week. I was a little bit confused because I thought the solo song was going to be gone. The one that they promoted and that she performed at the concert. No, they switched it. Now it's called On the Ground. And then it came out that they're just releasing a single. It'll just be two songs, On the Ground and Gone. It's so weird. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't we told she was releasing an album? Like, yeah. They said it was an album. make that up. (laughs) Yeah. They said it was an album. Then that could mean, you know, a mini album, five songs, or a full album. It doesn't mean a single. It doesn't mean a single. It doesn't mean two songs. And I also think it's a very bizarre choice to have her perform the one song. It's not even... And then... YG, man. Get it together. That's not the single. It's just bizarre. It's just a bizarre... Like, what happened? Maybe it wasn't received well and they switched it last minute? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see that happening because, like, let's be honest, when we reviewed the Blackpink concert, I wasn't a fan of it at all. I didn't think she performed it well and it didn't suit... Like, I didn't think Gone was the right song for her. So maybe they listened. <laughs> maybe that's why they listened. <laughs> the feedback was that this isn't the song and they switched it. But I just feel like it's very odd to have a rollout where you're saying, fine, I get, if you want to switch the song, whatever. I understand that. But like, don't say she's releasing an album and then just have it be a single. The fans are so disappointed right now and I don't blame them. Yeah. So, I mean, it comes out this week. We'll give our full review next week, but it's kind of weird. And she's going to be performing on Jimmy Fallon. So Jimmy Fallon, he's such a champion of K-pop. I feel like a lot of acts perform on Jimmy Fallon. It's amazing. Shout out to him. So that'll be cool. Astro. Astro's confirmed for a March comeback. So we're going to have some new music from them in the next couple weeks. My Man Bacon is confirmed for a March comeback, which I'm completely shocked by, to be honest. Like, Right? He just had a Japanese release in January. We just reviewed a comeback from Bacon. Like, we've been talking about Bacon a lot. Um, Now, Amusement Park, that song that he did in December, it'll be on this album. The album's called Bambi, and it comes out March 30th. But I'm just surprised because I feel like we've had a couple Bacon comebacks this year. And last year. Yeah, there's been a lot. So I'm just surprised because I would have thought it would be XO. Yeah. I love Bacon. Like, I'm not saying this for any negative reason. He's my alt. But I would prefer an XO comeback. Like, let's do XO. Yeah. 
but I guess that's not in the cards. So we're going to have more bacon mm-hmm. solo material. Alrighty. Uh, yeah. I'm not mad about it. I love bacon, but I just, I found that a little weird. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to complain, but we haven't had an XO for a long time. So I guess they're not going to do an yeah. XO comeback. I mean, with enlistment and everything that's happening, maybe they're just not going to do it. Speaking of bacon, bacon is doing a duet with do young from NCT. So there's some powerhouse vocals. They're doing a remake of the song doll. It was a song originally sung by Lee Ji Hoon and Shinwa's Shin Hai Sung. It's a really pretty song. There's a project called rewind blossom where a lot of different artists are like current artists are remaking songs from the 90s and early 2000s k-pop songs so i think that's a good idea it'll be really interesting to hear them their voices together they have kind of different tones and a different style but they're both such great vocalists that i mean i'm looking forward to that for sure you know what song from the 90s i want them to redo what song charity that song by Park Ji Yoon, Coming of Age Ceremony. I freaking love that song. It was the song that Jimin and Jungkook yeah. did the dance cover to. Yep. I love that song. I hope someone redoes that. So if anyone's listening, if you want to jump on that bandwagon while this is going on. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. That is, that's a good one. I thought you were going to say like, I don't know, like a Color Me Bad song or something. No, like, no. Was, yeah, 90s, great. like, no, this, yeah. this song's from the 90s and I, I feel like it was such yeah. a a very risque song for her to sing back in the day. Oh, for sure. That song's super yeah. risque. Yeah. yeah. Good and the outfit she wore in the video was very risque. I was like, yeah, with her little underwear showing at the top of her skirt. <laughs> oh, Charity. <laughs> I'm not surprised. A sexy song? Yeah. I I'm love not, it. What? No one's surprised by this. The queen I'm sitting here going, <laughs> <laughs> one of these days charity will surprise us but today is not the day today uh, is not the day, not the day. Uh, oh uh, actually some breaking news just came in so astro is not doing their comeback this month it, they just announced that they're postponing their comeback so yeah. it looks like it'll be sometime in april all right that's fine Alrighty, well then at least we're getting one Good news, super good news for all of us. You heard us. We were so upset about what was going on between Kakao and Spotify. Well, they've reached a deal. They've reached a deal. I figured they would. It just means Spotify paid up. They reached a licensing deal and all of the songs that we're taking off Spotify will be back on soon. So everyone rejoice. Our favorite K-pop songs will be back on Spotify soon. They reached a deal. (sighs) That was stressful. That was very stressful. Like super stressful. And I think, you know, that hurts their pockets when your streams go down that dramatically. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be so mad. So <laughs> that's great news. That's it for the news this week. Fun week. Let's talk about song of the week. So I can say week 10 more times. Um, <laughs> Charity, what's your song of the week? Horizon by Wavy. It's my song of the week. I say we play a clip of that because we didn't hear it before and it's a very different sound from kickback. So do you mind? Let's play let's play some. Yeah. Okay, this is Horizon by Wavy. <laughs>
pretty. It does remind me a lot of From Home. From Home. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I love them both. I'm happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful ballad. I like it. Okay. My song of the week is one we already talked about. We don't have to listen to it because you already heard it during this podcast. It's Why, Why, Why by Icon. Ooh. Love it. Awesome song. And I've listened to it the most this week. So it's going to be my song of the week. It's a great song. Next week, we have a lot going on. Grammy wrap up. We're going to give you our opinions and talk about that. Pentagon comeback. Super Junior comeback. Finally, Rosé. We have a lot going on next week. So look forward to that. We'll be here Thursday, same time, same place. Every Thursday, new episodes are released. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We don't take you for granted. We're very, very grateful to have this platform and get to talk about K-pop with not only each other, but with the entire world. Thank you so much, Queendom. We love you. We wish you a really happy and safe, and fun weekend. And we will talk to you next week. Oh, and go BTS. Good luck at the Grammys. Fighting. Yes, go Fighting. BTS. <laughs> Fighting. I Fighting. love that. Fighting. Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.